This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight, we'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Kyle Larson gets up underneath Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch gets into the back of it. Both of them in the wall. We'll see how the racing will be, but yeah, that was a good, you know, exciting, exciting finish to be a part of. Wish I would have you know, been in the in victory lane for that one. Martin Truex Jr. wins. It feels like to me, or at least the, the races I've enjoyed the most and I feel like have put on the best show has been the tracks that have the most grooves. NASCAR Live is presented by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our string. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you, coming off of road course race number one for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. The Xfinity Series was off. Trucks were racing at Gateway, a doubleheader weekend, as we set you up for a triple header at Chicagoland Speedway that will cap off Procore Week here on the Motor Racing Network. Coming up on today's show, MRN's Dan Hubbard is going to go face-to-face with Justin Allgaier, who's still looking for win number one in 2019. We'll look back at a wild race one year ago between Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson in Chicago with the NASCAR Live Backtracks. We'll preview racing in Chicago with Kyle Larson's crew chief, Chad Johnston. Hannah Newhouse will chat with defending Truck Series champion Brett Moffitt. And some of your favorite drivers tell us if Chicago Pizza is their favorite. If not, what is? But first, Kim Kuhn brings us up to speed on what's trending in the NASCAR world. Kimmy? Martin Trucks Jr. went back-to-back at Sonoma over the weekend, winning his fourth race of the year and third at Sonoma Raceway. It's a great racetrack, and, you know, honestly, I feel like this should be three in a row. In 17, we had a dominant car and, and lost an engine late in a race. So to, to be able to say that, I mean, it's just uh, it's a credit to this team and what we've been able to do together and, um, you know, put together our notebook and our confidence in one another and, you know, I knew in practice we had a good car. I didn't know it was a winning car, but we knew it was, was close, and we knew the long run was our strength. Um, and that's what we always focus on here. So, fortunately, it came down to that, and um, we were able to hold them off. Kyle Busch finished second, and Matt Benedetto earned his best career finish of fourth 
The Cup Series is in Chicago this weekend, along with the Gander Outdoors Truck Series, which has been highly entertaining the past couple of weeks. Ross Chastain won at Iowa and was disqualified in post-race inspection, but then he won again over the weekend at Gateway. Ross Chastain was singing the blues in Iowa last weekend. He'll be singing a happier tune in St. Louis tonight. He wins the Car Shield 200 for the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. Chastain needs to get into the top 20 in points to make the playoffs. The Truck Series joins the NASCAR Xfinity and Cup Series this weekend in Chicago for a triple header beginning on Friday. MRN will have live coverage all week long on many of these same stations and, as always, on MRN.com. I'm Kim Kuhn. Follow our social media channels at MRN Radio to stay up to date on what's trending. Thank you, Kimmy. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll hear from Justin Allgaier and introduce our newest podcast that will be released in the upcoming weeks all about the career of NASCAR Hall of Famer Jeff Gordon. At AutoZone, we're all about giving you more ways to get more done. Like the AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get more, like a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. Got more to do? We've got more for you to do it. Looking to protect your engine? Regular oil and oil filter changes are the best way to keep your engine running strong and running long. And if you're looking to do the job yourself, AutoZone can help. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, what's that look on your face? Defeat? You want to save more money? Then start playing as a team. Bundle home and auto with Progressive. That's how you win big savings. What? You need music to get pumped? Let's do this. Hold on, I'm going to turn it up. That's too loud. Yeah, that's better. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all stages situations. Our face-to-face conversation with Justin Allgaier and a sneak peek of the newest podcast coming to MRN is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Winged Nation with Steve Post, Aaron Evernham, and Ashley Stremme. Your destination for all things winged sprint cars. Each Saturday at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. on MAV-TV. Live at noon on wingednation.com and Facebook Live. Join us for in-depth conversations with drivers and personalities that make up the greatest dirt racing on earth. The Winged Nation preview podcast each Thursday previews the upcoming weekend. Winged Nation, winged sprint car talk covering dirt tracks all across America. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach. And the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast providers. He did, he did touch it. No, he knocked the hell out of me. Whelan would like to congratulate Martin Truex Jr. and his number 19 Joe Gibbs Racing Pit Crew for the win at Sonoma Raceway on Sunday. They are the Whelan Trusted to Perform Pit Crew of the Week. Truex pitted with 26 laps to go and held off Kyle Busch in the closing laps of the Toyota Save Mart 350. You know, with, with 20 to go when he was catching me a lot, again, it was just trying to manage, to try to get all I could out of the car without abusing the tires too much. Uh, I knew he was catching me. I couldn't do anything about that. I just had to pace myself. And, and then with 10 to go, we, we equaled lap times, and then it was like, okay, we're equal now. If I can just hit 10 perfect laps, 
uh, I should be able to hold it off. It was Truex's fourth win of the season and his second in a row at Sonoma Raceway. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. It's Procore Week on the Motor Racing Network. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. It's a triple header weekend on Motor Racing Network. All three of NASCAR's top series are racing in Chicago this weekend. On Saturday, the NASCAR Xfinity Series races, and so does Justin Allgaier. He's a native of Spalding, Illinois. Justin calls Chicagoland Speedway his home track. And our Dan Hubbard had a chance recently to catch up with Justin. He led at the credit one bank, one to go, and he leads off of turn number four, looking to pick up his second win of the season. Justin Allgaier wins the House.com 300 at Chicagoland Speedway, his second win of the season. There's been a lot of talk about the big three. Um, you have yet to win this year. Obviously, Junior Motorsports hasn't forgotten how to win. Obviously, you haven't forgotten how to drive. What's been the missing element? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what we've what we've been lacking. You know, we've been working really hard. Everybody at Junior Motorsports, like you said, has, has been fantastic. And we have a great organization, great program. And, you know, it's just that it's been that speed. You know, we, we just need a little bit of extra speed. I mean, you know, it's funny. Last week I watched the, the race after, after it was over. And, you know, Christopher Bell was, was very... Um, adamant that they needed more speed to be able to keep up with the double zero and it's funny to, to think that you know because here we are um, any of the three we'd like to we'd like to catch right now uh, you know we've been very good at the details execution and that's what won us the races that we ran last year and you know this year we've we've done a good job we've just been in the right place at the wrong time a lot and had some issues that that uh, that we shouldn't have had and so you know we'll, we'll keep uh, we'll keep digging this is just kind of a, a bonus question. I got asked the same of Tyler Reddick, and I said, you know, when we talk about the big three, when I interview those guys to talk about the other two, your name comes up as well. Uh, there just seems to be a great deal of respect among the drivers, and it's just my personal observation because when we interview cup drivers, it's not necessarily there. The responses are normally adversarial, but they're very complimentary in this garage. They, they always they give you a lot of credit for being one of the toughest guys to pass. Uh, Bell gets a lot of credit for a lot of car control. And and I just interviewed Reddick about that, and he says, well, there is a healthy amount of respect between the three of us plus Allgaier because we've just all come up together. And uh, would you agree with that? And, and, and why is there that respect uh, among those drivers? Well, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, when you're racing the same guys week in and week out, and you've built a, a relationship with them, whether that be on the racetrack or off the racetrack, um, you know, you don't have to like your competitors, but you race against enough each other that you have to learn how to, how to, you know, be on the racetrack at the same time and battle in the same spaces and, and not, you know, not snot out of each other on the racetrack. Because, I mean, really, at the end of the day, we can beat ourselves as much as, as much as our competitors can beat us. And so, you know, having a good relationship, having a, a, an understanding of how we're all going to race against each other, um, I think goes a long way. You know, I, I probably am tough to pass, but um, they know that, and, and it's not that I change my driving style for one driver or or two drivers. You know, we just all race really, really hard together. And you know, when you can get out of the car and you can smile and you can you can have fun with it, it, uh, it definitely goes a long way. That's MRN's Dan Hubbard and Justin Allgaier. We mentioned at the top of the show that MRN will be releasing a new podcast this summer. Part of the MRN Presents series on MRN.com. The podcast will feature Jeff Gordon's rise to stardom in the open wheel ranks, where he was found by Rick Hendrick, 
and became a superstar in NASCAR. Here's a sneak peek. Jeff Gordon holds off a last lap charge by Jeff Burton and wins the Mountain Dew Southern 500. And Jeff Gordon wins the Winston Million. I saw this little little plastic pedal car that was there. Picked that thing up and brought it home. And I just remember going down this hill as fast as I could in that thing. Big group of reporters, and you see me, and Earnhardt was over here, so who are they following? And it was Jeff. And I'm going like, wow. 95, we started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. You know, we're leading. We're, 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 we're leading on points, right? And we're, and we're having to go toe-to-toe with the champion. And I think some of the dissension started to come up then. Then we beat Earnhardt. And now the Earnhardt fans didn't like us. And as soon as the Earnhardt fans didn't like you, half the crowd's gone, right? So you might have 25% because Rusty and Mark and everybody else got the rest, but Earnhardt had half the crowd. And when you get that half against you, it can get pretty loud. Jeff Gordon begins to receive the ovation from the turn four grandstands as he slips off the corner and heads down the short straightaway and back to the checkered flag of the Daytona 500. Congratulations, Daytona 500. You're the winner. Am I here? Is this, is this happening? This is awesome. That, after his fourth championship. I think that was when he was mature. He had grown up a lot. When Ray left, he had to become the leader of the team. He really, and he wanted that. He wanted to be the leader. Our rivalry was definitely there, and what complicated it was a friendship. I think it would have been easier for both of us and certainly easier for him if we didn't have a friendship. The real one, I mean, he stood up in my wedding. You look at the Jeff Gordon Children's Hospital and I know that the kids go with him, especially at the holidays. And a lot of the the charity work that he does, you know, just brings a huge source of pride. He has been able to go through all of this and be himself. He's been able to give back. Jeff has taken this huge career of his and he has changed many, many lives, parents and children's lives, with all of that. Check out this new podcast series. The first episode will be released Tuesday, July the 9th, following racing action in Daytona. That's at MRN.com and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll look back at a Wild Cup race in Chicago one year ago, and later we'll catch up with defending Truck Series champion Brett Moffitt. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. A look back at the last Chicagoland race with MRN's Backtracks is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like, what does that, you know? Like, yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. 
I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney is here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show, so. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it's Dylan Welch. He's Tyler Burnett. We're the co-hosts of the Rip the Fence podcast. If you like traditional non-wing dirt track racing, we've got the podcast for you. Shane Meal trying to drive away. I can't do everything, but I could do anything and everything I wanted before I got injured. So, Just like many of the great podcasts going, we invite racers in to talk and they tell us their life story. And it's how I feel that matters. It's the Rip the Fence podcast available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Weekly, we look back at races with a segment we call NASCAR Live Backtracks, and it features best of in-car audio married up with MRN's Call of the Race. This week, we rewind to last year's race in Chicago, and boy, was it a wild one. And Truex is going to start at the tail end of the field in 36. Have a good one. We'll, uh, we'll do what we do. We'll try not to make any dumb moves. Just work away to the front. Good luck in there, guys. Nice and steady. Let's go get them. Kevin Harvick won the first two races here at Chicagoland Speedway. All right, bud. First stage is 80 laps. I split it in half here. Got to go 40 laps if it goes green. This first set. Sticker tires to start. On a beautiful but very, very warm Sunday afternoon, we're about to get at it at Chicagoland Speedway. A couple of Fords up front, Menard and Blaney. They see the green flag waving, and we're underway in the Overton's 400. Well, how about this? Clint Boyer, race leader, when he came off the racetrack, was too fast on pit road. He was busted. That will be a pass-through penalty. No pressure from behind. You're at the pit next time, by. Fox four. On pit road. I'll be out of here, man. Got a super fast car, a long ways to go. All clear, all clear. Wave off the six. Slow car down low. You got to pit this time. Hey, what we got? Pass through. Do not stop. Do not speed, or then we have a stop and go. Watch your lights. Be smart. 4,300. Well, okay, he did a pit stop. Did a good job. Got a speeding penalty. Came down. The first time on the speeding penalty is a pass through. You drive through pit road at the prescribed speed. He sped there. The next time you stop and go, he did not come to a complete stop. So here he is now. He just did a stop and go. This is the third penalty trip down pit road. Unbelievable. Been saying stop and go. Been saying stop and go. Stop and go. This is awesome. Get a little more explanation next time, guys. 100 <laughs> To know what was going on. The electrical box on Kyle Larson, he stopped like he normally does. When he fired the engine, the engine shut down. The electrical system shut off on the race car. He had to recycle it around. Did you lose power to the dash? Did the dash go black or the car just died? The dash went black. Yeah, I came into the stall and kind of like wheel hop, and I lost power. And uh, yeah, the screen wouldn't come back on until I cycled it. The man we've been talking about, Eric Almarola, has hit pit road. Apparently, the reports were getting a loose wheel. It's bad, really bad. Only in the corners, the straightaways getting worse. The corners are really bad. Headfire. Yeah, I gotta come. It's real bad. Headfire. We're ready. Kurt Busch will give it up and fall back in position number four. All of this going on, some six car lengths behind the race leader. All right, settle in, nice and smooth. Just take what I'll give you. Why in the f 
See how we make this thing better during the race. We're tighter by letting bust that air out. Yeah, 10-4. Got me too. Austin Dillon on pit road. He radioed into the crew and just said something doesn't feel right. He tried to self-diagnose from the car, offered up a few suggestions, possibly a brake rotor. He brought it in. They looked at it, elected to take it back to the garage. There was a slight spark of a fire under the right front. Tired to burn a hub up. All right, let's take it to the garage then, guys. Wait. Let's back you up. We'll back you straight up about five stalls, then you can turn in. Guys, that right front is still on fire when you get there, so just be aware. I get a fire to see what you're ready. Still dead even side by side for the lead and the win in Chicago land. Kyle Larson gets up underneath Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush gets into the back of it. Both of them in the wall. Larson stays in the gas. He spins to the bottom and they're side by side. Watch him spin it. Stay in the gas here. Stay in the gas. Gotta get around him. Get around him. Get around him. Keep coming. Keep coming. Deep freeze way back. Get to the line. Get to the line. Kyle Bush racing back to the line. And Kyle Bush will score the win after getting together with Kyle Larson not once but twice. Checker flag. Got him. Outside, outside. Wheel wrestling, brother. Wheel it. That's why you never give up, guys. Never give up. You did it, KB. You did it, big crew. Great job. That's NASCAR Live's backtracks from one year ago at Chicagoland Speedway. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll preview the racing weekend at Chicagoland with NASCAR Today Middays' Kyle Ricky, while Woody Kane goes one-on-one with Kyle Larson's crew chief, Chad Johnston. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. You hear it every week. Just want to thank the whole team and uh, all our guys back in Denver. Everybody supports this team. They're the unsung heroes of NASCAR, and their life is the pitch. This is Rocco Williams, and for 10 years, I've jacked up some of the biggest names in auto racing, and now I'm jacked to bring it all down to street level and acquaint you with the guys behind the wall and back at the shop. Join me on MRN Crew Call, presented by Money Lion, every Wednesday on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are found. Looking towards the weekend? Aren't Thursdays a drag? Hours too. Get your weekly dose of nitro-fueled NHRA talk every Thursday on the Straight Line, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Ralph Shaheen. Join Doug Herbert and myself as we talk with the biggest names, both past and present, to ever stomp down on the loud pedal. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, motorcycles, you name it, we talk about it. Don't miss the straight line. Thursdays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. 
Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward the Playoffs, presented by Procore. Martin Truex Jr. recalls the 2017 championship season and the playoff points they accrued during the regular season. I think everybody knew it was a big deal. We just, it happened to be the first year that they brought in the playoff points. We were really strong. I mean, <laughs> honestly, it was kind of coincidental. Um, I think everybody's always after those points. And even before those, you, you want to win practice. You want to get the pole. You want, I mean, you want it to be first all the time, right? And I mean, at this level, that's what you're looking to do. So we didn't have any magic plan or special secret, you know, deal going on. It was just that we were really fast that season. That's really what it boils down to. Building toward the playoffs is presented by Procore. For builders, wasted time is wasted money. With Procore, all people, software, and data are connected on one platform. So everyone on your project has access to everything they need. Welcome back to Procore Week on NASCAR Live. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series is racing at Chicagoland Speedway Sunday. For a preview, here is the host of NASCAR Today Midday, Kyle Ricky. The summer stretch is underway for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, and that means one thing, hot temperatures. The series moves on to Chicagoland this weekend, which was smoldering hot a year ago. Something Sonoma winner Martin Truix Jr. is hoping won't be the case this year. I'm hoping it's not as hot as last year. Every time I think about Chicago, I'm like, God, that's the hottest race car I've ever been in, in my entire life. I really don't want to do that again. So let's hope it's not quite as hot. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, it feels like to me, or at least that the races I've enjoyed the most and I feel like have put on the best show has been the tracks that have the most grooves. You know, tracks that have where you can run all over them. They're slick, tires wear out, all that stuff. Now, some people disagree, you know, with me and my theory of what's what's good racing, and everybody has a little bit different opinion of what is good racing. So, um, I think it's going to be a great place for us to put on a good show, and um, hopefully, it's not 120 degrees. Kyle Larson is also thinking about those temperatures from last year, and says the current rules package works better when it's cooler, which may not work well together. We'll see how it is. You know, I, I hear a lot of people talk about this package is really good for you know, nighttime races with high grip and then you know last year that weekend was extremely hot <laughs> in opposite i guess of what this package might need so um we'll see how the racing will be but yeah that was a good you know exciting exciting finish um to be a part of wish i would have you know, been in the in victory lane for that one but uh you know cool to be a part of a, a epic finish. Defending champion Joey Logano compares Chicago with Auto Club Speedway in his mind and expects a similar outcome on the track. Uh, you're going to see the uh, Chicago, you're going to have cars, I think, right up against the wall. Um, you know, cars right on the, the bottom of the racetrack. I think a race kind of like, I always thought Chicago was like a mini Fontana. You know, I, I always kind of looked at it that way. Is there's some tire wear, there's some bumps, it's fairly flat. It's just smaller, right? And and so you know, there's different lanes on the racetrack. The way the seams are on the racetrack, it, it, it looks to me just like Auto Club Raceway. And, and um, you know, I guess you know when I when I see Chicago Land, that's what I think of. So I, I don't think the race will look much different than that. William Byron is also comparing Chicago to a track we've already seen this year, but not Auto Club. He's expecting a similarity to Charlotte. It's going to be closer to Charlotte than anything, I feel like, with grip level. So um, I think it's going to be not that much grip, honestly. So I, I, I don't know how, much, how close we're going to run, but um, it's going to be a similar to the 600, I would say. And then to prove no one knows what to expect and prepare for, Bubba Wallace says every track is different and everyone goes in with a blank sheet of notes. Every track is unknown. You know, once we start getting to the back to the doubles, you know, we'll um, 
we'll, we'll let you know. But um, we are bringing our all-star car, so I'm excited about that. We gave the guys enough time to, you know, get in, keep it in the rotation, and um, I don't think it was banged up too bad. I guess Suarez would probably think differently, but um, but no, we just, you know, I think that was probably set in stone from the beginning of the season. What car we're going to keep going? Obviously, if you wreck it, then you get a new car for a rotation, but this was just part of the rotation, so it's nice to kind of, I don't know, it doesn't have a name, I don't know the number on it, but it's all-star car. So hopefully it runs as good as that. If not, we're going to get rid of it. Thank you, Kyle. You heard some of the driver's perspective heading into Chicago. Well, what about the perspective of a crew chief? Here's Woody Kane with Kyle Larson's leader, Chad Johnston. Chad headed back to Chicago and uh, a spectacular battle between the two Kyles, including your driver last year. A year later, what sticks out at you about that race? Uh, I wish we would have waited a little bit longer to make the move that we made so that we couldn't have got, uh, wouldn't have got retaliated on and could have won the race. But, you know, we look forward to going there. It's always a good track for us. A uh, mile and a half in general are usually pretty good for us. But Chicago uh, is kind of uh, one of the better ones for us. In particular, what about that track uh, presents challenges from a crew chief's perspective to make a car fast there? Yeah, I think it's the temperature. Usually when it gets hot, it gets slick there, and, you know, the lines move around a lot. And as you move around, you get, you have to adjust on the car a little bit different. And uh, the tire fall off, I think, is probably going to be, be uh, something that we have to deal with when we go back. What does it compare to most, uh, most competitively in terms of how it races? As it gets older, it's getting more, I'd say, like Atlanta or old Texas, maybe even Vegas. When you get that package to that track, a lot of folks are saying now that this is the style of track that this package seems to favor. How do you see it? Yeah, I think for sure the more downforce and the lower horsepower definitely seems like it, it makes uh, better racing at the mile and a half stuff. So, you know, we're looking forward to going there. At a track, you, can, you need to be able to make the car move around a lot and try different lanes, and that's key with this package as well. What adjustments do you make to the car before you even get started to make that happen? I think a lot of it's on on the driver. You know, we're pretty fortunate because our driver moves around a lot and uh, goes where the grip's at, and he's not married to to one lane. So I think that benefits us more than most, and I think our setups are are catered around that. With this package being what it is, are all your notes pretty much invalid now, or are there still some things you can apply when you go to a track that you've raced a different package at? Uh, There's not a lot that carries over. It doesn't seem like from last year to this year just because they react so much differently. And uh, you're driving them so much differently. You're you're not off throttle through the corner. You're running part throttle most corners. So, you know they're driving quite a bit different. So what you have to do to get the car to to drive well, especially off the corners, quite a bit different. Strategy-wise, is there anything unique to that track, or is it pretty much like the mile and a half in terms of how you have to call a race? I think if the tire fall off is what we expect, and if it's more than normal, then short pitting and things like that will come into effect. And obviously, it's risk versus reward when you short pit, whether you get caught by a caution or not but if you if you can short pit and not get caught by a caution you stand to, to benefit pretty well there you mentioned the surface getting a little worn out does that mean that you really can't take the chance on two tires if you need it for track position or can you uh you can we haven't seen a lot of tracks where the left side wear has been an issue um but in general i would say that's more of a four tire track unless you get to a, a special circumstance where you don't have a lot of laps and you you got a chance to get track position late in the race All right, Chad, thanks for your time, and maybe you guys will get one spot better this time around. Let's hope so. That was Woody Kane and Kyle Larson's crew chief, Chad Johnson. Thank you, Woody. MRM will have live coverage of the Camping World 400 Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern time, live from Chicago. Coming up, Ross Chastain will join us to talk about the last couple of weeks and his outlook for the rest of the season. And later, what types of pizza do some in the NASCAR garage prefer? We'll all find out together. 
G'day America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right, Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Ross Chastain joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side -side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you, wherever you are, so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, D.H. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. This is NASCAR Live. Chastain last week and had the win stripped away from him, but he's making his way back to the line. He's going to pull himself a big win here tonight. Ross Chastain was singing the blues in Iowa last weekend. He'll be singing a happier tune in St. Louis tonight. He wins the Cardfield 200 for the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded Saturday night on the Motor Racing Network. Ross Chastain going to victory lane and picking up the initial and commemorative and legendary Mike Mittler Memorial Trophy. We'll talk about that more in detail coming up. But we welcome Ross back to NASCAR Live on the heels of yet another win in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. Ross, welcome back to the show. Congratulations yet again. You were in victory lane on Saturday night. Yes, sir. It felt good to go back-to-back -back and get our uh, third win of the year. It's, uh, it's a dream come true. Saw a lot of emotion from you out of victory lane, and I know it was an emotional week. With all that you had been through at Iowa, being disqualified, win taken, you were able to rebound, you were able to score another win on the heels of that, of that unpleasant weekend and the unpleasant outcome. A lot of emotion came out of you out of Iowa. How was that emotion, I guess, rechanneled into motivation like you need any, but how was it rechanneled into your efforts there at Gateway over the weekend? Uh, it was. It was motivation. Uh, my crew chief, Phil Gould, he um, he was mad. It just we just really did not feel like the punishment fit the crime. Um, we we didn't we didn't try to say we weren't illegal. We were we were too low uh, for a static tech height, uh, but we race at dynamic heights, and that means we're right on the ground. Everybody, as soon as you pull on the racetrack, your race car or race truck in that 
in that manner. It goes right onto the ground and just skims along there. So um, we just felt like that that for a, a, an old rule, and, and we know it's the rule, we just we feel like there was just a bunch of discrepancies in how it all happened. So um, it just it, it, it we you know it, it took the world away from us um, at the time where we felt like we had went and executed, dominated a race, um, and won, and that had no had no competitive advantage for us, and that's that's the honest truth. People can say, well, it was lower, but all of the race trucks on track at Iowa and every race in the, in the Gander Outdoor Truck Series races right at the ground level. Obviously, you can't go below the ground, but you are right there almost touching it, and sometimes your splitter does touch it. So um, that's uh, that was tough, but we came back, same race truck, same setup, made sure it would, it would come back up after the race, and and just put together a race that we weren't the fastest truck in, but we executed in the race, we got track position, and we held on. Obviously, at the end, you were aided by a no-tire call, which at the time, a lot of folks were doing a lot of hand-wringing and a lot of uh, wiping of the brow, wondering how this is going to turn out. You hit pay dirt. I mean, it was the right call. Where did that call begin? How much were you involved? How much was Phil involved in declaring no tires for that last pit stop? Yeah, it was it was tough because the the tire combination Goodyear brought was a, a tire for our Richmond right sides for the Xfinity series and the Cup cars and and we felt like it would have a lot of of tire wear and fall off and and the left sides were what they'd ran there in the past. Um, and watching the races back, I'd seen where guys took no tires or two tires. Um, and our first stop of the day, we came in I think sixth and we started seventh and we just were stuck there. Uh, we took four tires. A lot of guys took two, and we finished the second stage in 11th because had to restart on the bottom around, or I think around 11th or 13th, and just couldn't make any any headway. Couldn't pass um, with the repave. It's 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 just it's tough to pass. And so, uh, at the end of the second stage, I begged for track position. I didn't care how. I didn't know what tire combination or what to do. I just begged for track position, and they did two tires there, and we came out third. Um, and and he Phil was, I mean we were worried that the left sides wouldn't last and we might might burn one up might might wear one out and blow a, a left front tire out uh, or just lose a bunch of grip and a bunch of speed by the end of the race because we had to go about 90 laps on those left sides um, and so then uh, that set us up to restart third we got in line in second and uh, was able to run there until our final green flag stop and I never Phil and I never talked about it again because I was busy trying to make a pass for the lead and I was hustling as hard as I could the, the entire run um, to hold off third place and trying to catch the leader so uh, he made the call there for no tires um, it was definitely the right call um, I, I, I gave up some time on pit road looking at the pit road report today um, I got about all I could on the access road so that's something I've never done is pit from an access road Homestead used to have it um, and Worldwide Technology Raceway has it now it's a mouthful to say but um they have the access road getting on and off pit road so for my first time i didn't go in the grass and was able to i think make up time on the other guys um and like i said we had a nice lead and then the caution comes out with you know 15 or so laps in the race when you put all that together it was a jaw-dropping performance based on what had happened the week prior the ebbs and flows of this race not to mention you were trying to keep them all in the rearview mirror there at the end with about 10 to go. What was the challenge like coming from the back door when you've got uh, guys like Stuart Fries and Todd Gilliland, Christian Eckes all there trying to get their piece of the lead and take home that trophy and that checkered flag? 
Yeah, I mean, definitely the, the KBM trucks were fast. Uh, it's it's incredible how, how fast they were through the center of the corner. We were off, um, really, I felt like, all weekend. Uh, but I I struggled in practice because all I've done there at, at Gateway is start and part uh, the last year uh, with, with Jay Robinson and Mark Beaver. And we didn't shift. I had an R07 motor. So to come back this year with a competitive truck, uh, an Ilmore motor, which is the new spec motor for the truck series, and try to work out a new uh, a similar setup to last weekend with a few tweaks. Um, I was definitely the weak link. Uh, but we knew we had good speed in the truck. I just I couldn't turn the center quite as good as the KBM trucks. And uh, But once we got clean air, it was just all I worried about was managing the wake, so the dirty air off my truck, just um, just driving wherever second place was. I turned left or I turned right to stay in front of him so he could never get a run. Um, he would always be handling and you know inhibited uh behind me where he was struggling for grip by by that dirty air um it's something that we have to deal with in in all forms of racing in 2019 and it's been that way for a while um but you can use it to your advantage when you have that track position even though we weren't necessarily the fastest truck um these trucks put off such a big wake and and the track at at gateway is not conducive to um to turning underneath people just the way the spray is uh, we all run up a lane, both ends, and down in one and two, really run up almost in the third lane, you know, two lanes off the bottom. So it's um, it's a tough balance. Uh, I just made sure I never overdrove the corner too bad because um, I did that a couple times earlier in the race, and guys got by me, so I learned my lesson, and we just um, held on. <laughs> I was looking back at my heart rate and stuff. I wear one of those darn fa- fancy watches that tells tells on you, and um, you know, I was, you could see um, coming down for the last green flag stop, a big spike, and then uh, sustained uh, high on the heart rate on the beats for a minute there, um, just trying to execute coming down to the end with that final restart and stuff. So, um, But we did it, and that's all the record book will show. Curious, what were the maximum beats per minute during that race? 196. <whistles> averaged, uh, averaged a 165 for the for the race. Spending time with Ross Chastain, winner over the weekend at Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway. One final Gateway question for you. Mike Mittler's name on the trophy. You won the very first one with his name on it. What did that mean to you? It did. I mean, I, I knew Mike just from around the garage, but I, I know from growing up and watching the series and then getting involved with it how much he meant uh, to the series, to getting that race back at Gateway. When I ran the truck series before, you know, the majority of the seasons in 2012 and 13. Uh, they didn't go there then, so it meant a lot. I just I know so many people that knew him so well, and how many drivers he worked extra hard to give them an opportunity, even when the funding wasn't there. And I know at the end of the you know the end of, the, of his truck team there, you know they didn't have the the funding and the sponsorship support that they they wanted to have. But um, just the technology he brought into the into the world with with the pull down machines and stuff, and just different things he's he revolutionized. Um, and he was just a good guy. I mean, every time, every conversation I ever had with him, he was complimenting me. Even on the dark days, uh, when I'd make a mistake, he'd he'd grab grab my shoulder just in the garage the next week and just say, "Ah, man, just learn from that." And that was it was pretty dumb, wasn't it? I'm like, "Yeah, it was." So um, he he was just a, a good guy. He knew a lot, um, and he just was always always there. And it's kind of odd now that to not have him in the truck series, but um, we'll go on with his memory. And it's really cool they put that much of an effort into having him on the trophy um you know he's a a big a big figure a big life figure and he's big on the trophy i agree we all agree here at mrn as we 
as we leave Gateway in the rearview mirror, you're qualified for the playoffs provisionally. You've got the win to get you in. You've got to get to 20th. You're 38 points out. You've got five races to go, and your next race is Chicagoland. Number one, is that doable for you? And number two, what do you have to do at Chicagoland to get as many of those points as possible here under the lights Friday night? Yeah, I mean, just execute. Same thing we've been doing. Um, besides, I mean, Iowa, we were the dominant truck, um, but Kansas and Gateway, we executed. And and um, same thing, just taking the truck we ran at the second Texas race and Charlotte, uh, we had the fastest. One of, besides Johnny Sauter, we had, I would say, the second fastest truck at the second Texas race with this truck. So um, looking forward to it. Appreciate the time as always, Ross. Yes, sir, Mike. Thanks for having me, and uh, we'll see you all in Chicago. That's Ross Chastain, winner under the lights at Gateway this past weekend. Coming up, let's talk more trucks. We'll be joined by defending Truck Series champion Brett Moffitt, who won a couple of weeks ago in Iowa. He happens to also be the defending winner of this weekend's truck race at Chicago. He'll go face-to-face with our Hannah Newhouse next. Congrats to Ross Chastain, this week's AutoZone Driver of the Week. Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need when you need it with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Get in the zone, AutoZone. At AutoZone, we're all about giving you more ways to get more done. Like the AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get more, like a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. Got more to do? We've got more for you to do it. Looking to protect your engine? Regular oil and oil filter changes are the best way to keep your engine running strong and running long. And if you're looking to do the job yourself, AutoZone can help. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See terms at AutoZone.com rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, get your head in the game. This ain't no exhibition match. This is for real. You've got a house to insure, and there are no excuses because Progressive's Home Quote Explorer makes it easier than ever to get the coverage you need. Here's some music to get you pumped. Feel that confidence. Did I say stop saving money? No. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Our face-to-face conversation with Brett Moffitt is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Get your tickets for the ultimate NASCAR Summer Festival, June 27th through June 30th. Racing, music, and a carnival for the whole family. All at Chicagoland Speedway. And this year, we're kicking off the first annual Barbecue Smokedown with tastings, demos, and barbecue competitions. Get tickets to the Camping World NASCAR Weekend at ChicagolandSpeedway.com. Check out MRN.com for a new podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Benson to the bottom of the racetrack. This is the race for the lead and the win at Michigan. And some wild moments. One truck is in the air. Matt Crafton upside down. And we'll let you hear the stories behind them. He was too bullheaded to let me pass him, and I was too bullheaded to let him have it. Download the show for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for joining us on this week's edition of NASCAR Live. Defending Truck Series champion Brett Moffitt has had an up-and-down year. It all started last fall 
when he won the championship for Hattori Racing in the number 16 truck. Following winning that championship in the offseason, Hattori Racing let him go. He quickly rebounded and was signed with GMS Racing for the 2019 season, and the team earned their first victory of the year two weeks ago at Iowa Speedway. Our Hannah Newhouse chatted with Brett over the weekend. The win at Iowa. Let's talk about that for a second. Your second one at your home track, but probably not the way that you wanted to win it. What was it like, and have you ever won a race through a DNF? Uh, no, that was certainly a first for me. Um, you know, but a win's a win, so we'll take it. It was, it was great to win there in front of our hometown, and um, it would have been a hell of a lot more fun to go to Victory Lane and actually get to celebrate it, but that's not how it worked out. But we'll take our playoff spot and move on. Now, rumor had it you'd actually left the racetrack when you got that phone call that you'd won. How far down the road did you make it when you got that call? Yeah, we were about 20 minutes down the road towards the airport in Des Moines, so uh, we had to turn around and, and head back, and it was uh, you know, a long 20 or 30 minutes before they officially called it, so it, uh, it, it was nerve-wracking, but luckily it went in our favor. Now, we saw that you tweeted someone and said, the beer still tastes the same, regardless of how you got that win. Do you enjoy reacting to people on Twitter and keeping that conversation going? Yeah, it's pretty funny because people are attacking me when I wasn't the team that cheated and I didn't make the call, so I don't know why people are mad at me for it, but, uh, you know, we're 50 grand richer and we still got our win and drank some beer, so it's all good. Speaking of that 50 grand, you said the beer still tastes the same. How are you spending that 50 grand? Well, I got to wait and see how much of it I get, <laughs> um, but but we'll see. <laughs> you know, we'll, uh, we'll be responsible with it. Now, this win does make you playoff eligible and gives you a shot to defend your title what kind of things are you guys going to be working on now until the start of the playoffs to be ready? Just keep improving as a race team. We've done a really good job over the last few weeks, and I felt like this summer stint where we actually get to race more often would help Jerry and I and this whole 24 team get to be communicating better and performing better. And um, So far that's shown, and, and we're just going to keep experimenting with our trucks and communicating well and try to build off that. You say experimenting with your trucks there. Does this win give you a little bit of flexibility to play with new things? Yeah, it certainly does, and you know, having three really strong teams here at GMS, it also opens up that window where uh, one of us can kind of go off in a different direction and, and see if it works, and if it does, great, if it doesn't, we can just resort back to what the teammates have, so, um, but yeah, certainly with that wind pressure off, um, it opens up the window to be a little more aggressive and try some new things. One year ago, you had no idea if you were even going to be at the track on a week-to-week -week basis but you won the championship. How much has things changed since then? I mean, it's back to work, really. You know, it's obviously it kind of opened up the door here at GMS to have a great opportunity to come over here and, and compete for another championship. But uh, outside of that, that's the past, and um, you're only as good as your last race and your last season. So we'll go out and try to win another one. How have you enjoyed your time at GMS and working with the team? Uh, it's been great. You know, there's some people here that give me a pain in the butt every now and then, but uh, <laughs> outside of that, it's it's awesome. You know, Mr. Gallagher and the and the Gallagher family gave me a great opportunity to come over here, and it's uh, it's definitely a change of scenes compared to being a single car small team, but it's all for the better, and um, you know, I feel like we have all the resources we need to go out and win, and we just got to continue doing that. All right, last question here for you. We saw Kyle Busch, who had a run going with a beard. He kept it for as long as he could and eventually had to shave it off. Is there something going on with the mustache? Is it a fashion statement or is it correlated to anything on the track? It was for the playoffs last year and it worked and I shaved it and got fired the next day. And um, <laughs> So I brought it back and got a job here at GMS and uh, you know it's just along for the ride now. The mustache, somewhat of a good luck staple for Brett Moffitt. That was Hannah Newhouse along with 2018 NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series champion Brett Moffitt. Coming up, we'll look back on the events of this week in NASCAR history 
and get some driver's pizza preferences as we get ready to head to Chicago. Hey, this is Matt Benedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. I'm Matt Benedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. You're entering the AutoZone commercial free zone. Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need when you need it. With free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We're about to put a bow on this week's edition of NASCAR Live. But before we do, and as we do each and every week, Susie Armstrong is here with another history lesson. Well, thank you, Mike. This week, we open up the history books to 1972. Sammy Davis Jr. rises to the top of the charts with the Candyman. Hurricane Agnes hits America right in the pocketbook as it slams the Florida panhandle. President Richard Nixon initiates skullduggery in the White House, ordering his chief of staff to cover up Watergate with the CIA. And Richard Petty beat the heat and the field by one lap in the Lone Star 500 at Texas World Speedway. The race fans in this end of the speedway on their feet as Richard Petty moves into turn number three. That red and blue automobile moving around some of the last automobiles. Coming down, if he can get it off turn four, he backs off the pace a little bit. There's some traffic up front. He's not taking a chance. Richard Petty out against the wall, heading for the start-finish line. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Petty has just won the Lone Star 500 at Texas World Speedway at a speed average of some 143 miles an hour. 1987, Bob Seeger does a radio takedown with Shakedown. Action flicks like Predator and Beverly Hills Cop 2 dominate the box office. Jackie Gleason passes away as the world says, so long, pal. And Dale Earnhardt was long gone in the Irish Hills, holding off a hard-charging Davy Allison on the final lap of the Miller American 400 at Michigan International Speedway. Final move is about to be made as they go down the back straightway for the very last time this afternoon. Davy Allison has it to do now or never. He closes in to within three car lengths in turn number three. Looks to the outside of Earnhardt. Earnhardt down low. Here comes Allison up on the banking in turn four. Davy goes way high, too high in fact. Now he has to try and come back to the inside. That move up the banking is going to cost him. He was having the momentum there, but he couldn't keep the car down low. Earnhardt will win. 1990. Billy Idol rocks the cradle of love 
Adam Sandler debuts on Saturday Night Live. Temperatures soar to a record-breaking 122 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona, and Bill Elliott was hot in Michigan until engine trouble melted down his victory hopes, setting up a sizzling lead battle between Dale Earnhardt and Ernie Irvin in the Miller Genuine Draft 400. One mile from the checkered flag, everyone continuing to run single file. They come to the end of the back straightaway, three quarters of a mile to go. It's Earnhardt, Irvin, Bodine, and Martin. Now coming through turn number four, still running single file off the corner. Earnhardt's car working well on the low side of the racetrack. He comes off turn four, swings to the outside retaining wall. Ernie Irvin will not have a chance. Dale Earnhardt wins the Miller 400 here in Michigan. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. The NASCAR world is getting ready to descend upon Chicago this weekend. Chicago is known as the home of famous deep dish pizza. Now, pizza is really a personal preference item. Some folks like it thick. Some folks like double stuffed. Some like hand tossed. And all of us like various toppings. But what do some of NASCAR's biggest stars think? Let's find out. Now it is the driver from Charlotte, North Carolina, 20-year-old William Byron. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a cheese pizza guy. I don't know. Cheese or pepperoni. That's really about it. I've eaten a lot of pizza lately, though. At to Benedetto to the inside of the racetrack earlier. Called it the best opportunity of his career. Oh, uh, no mushrooms on anything ever under any circumstances. And I don't, oh, I don't eat deep dish pizza much. I, I mean, I've had it, but I'm a... Uh, you know, I'm a De Benedetto, so I'm a uh, New York-style pizza or true Italian uh, pizza kind of guy. So I've ate deep dish pizza, but not, not totally my thing. Paul Menard will get a fender out in front. I'm not a big pizza guy. Um, I, I've always liked thin crust pizza. Uh, there's a place back home, uh, Sammy's Pizza. I'm not, not even sure they're in business anymore, but it's real thin. I, I like the all the fixings. Here comes Bubba Wallace to the inside. Man. You guys are going to hate me for this, but you know what? There's nothing better than Domino's Pizza. Just paying the bills. <laughs> Everything's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm pepperoni. Um, there's not much hype. I will say, I will say, I did try Domino's deep dish pizza, and I was like, wow, this is really good. So deep dishes is not bad. This is Domino's, though. So you guys are going to get me in trouble, okay? So you go to... I'm not, I probably can't even say it, but there's a place where you go and you get the Maui Wowie. Bacon, chicken, pineapple, cheese, money. I'm telling you, try it. <laughs> try it. Tell us what your favorite pizza is, toppings and all, by tweeting us at MRN Radio on Twitter, and please use the hashtag AskMRN. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need when you need it with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We'd like to thank Justin Allgaier for joining us this week. Also, Ross Chastain, Chad Johnston, and Brett Moffitt. Our thanks also to Dan Hubbard, Hannah Newhouse, Woody Kane, and Kyle Rickey. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. We'll chat with you next week right here. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires. 
Ride on Our Strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the expressed written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.